0: And back in the studio, Lisa Waters Lane comes in each week and just shares her garden tips just from a different angle. I think there's value. You get to 10 gardeners in a room, (laughs) you're bound to get about 12 or 15 different opinions or ways to do things. And Mm -hmm. so I think there's value. That's part of the reason that gardening is so social, so uh, uh, it's, just, it's it's a group effort. It's not yeah. something you do on your own. It's something you research. And at any age, no matter how much experience, you <clears> never <throat> stop learning gardening, which is what I love about it. That so welcome, true. welcome Lisa. Thank you. So what do you got for us this week? What's uh, going on in your garden?
1: Well, so we've had a very nice, pleasant winter so yeah. far. Um, so we have some windows that face out front in our yard. And I was looking out the windows the other day and there were just I don't know, at least maybe dozen or more little finches, little birds oh, yeah. out there in the front yard. Sure. And they were just as busy as could be and yeah. happy as could be. And then uh, later that day, I was looking, because we have a little fountain there. yeah. So look over in the fountain, which is running because we... It's underground it's the birds. Keep it running through the winter and there were some birds in there just kind of bathing in oh, there. Fun. and it was just i was thinking about you know we we always think about birds maybe in the summer everybody thinks of the hummingbirds and attracting them but it is just, just so nice to have a yard where where nature where wildlife where birds want to come in yeah. and hang out because they are fun to watch
0: yeah, especially in the winter when there's not not a not lot. Else. I mean, the plants are growing, <laughs> oh, yeah. but it's really painful to watch them grow so <laughs> slow. Birds. Yeah. And the great thing, too, is there's two sets of birds out there. Mm-hmm. There's summer birds, like you mentioned, the hummingbirds. That's when the butterflies are out and things are going. And then there's your winter birds. They mm-hmm. fly south. They like to spend time up, you know, way up in Canada or higher elevations. They come down to here because this is their summer vacation spot or their <laughs> winter home right. and they like it. So it's a whole different set or ki- kinds of birds. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's, what's so exciting.
1: Plus, well, so I think you just see them more because you yeah. got to, you know, the leaves aren't on the trees yeah. and you're just seeing them out there more, being more active. So we have a lot of birds in our yard, but we never put out a bird feeder.
0: Think of um, think of how bad it would be if we did. <laughs> if there would be hundreds.
1: And not down. that it's bad. I mean, if people want to put out feeders, more power to you, not knocking that at all. But you can also attract birds in without. We've never put up a hummingbird feeder. We've never yeah. put up a bird feeder. But we have a ton of birds in our yards because we've created a landscape yeah. that is friendly to them. Yep. Um. So, you know, birds want a few things. I mean, first of all, they want water. So you can't have a water source, even if it's a plastic saucer yeah. or put a birdbath out, but put a heater in it for the winter. You don't want it to freeze. Uh, but giving them a, a water source is hugely important. A second thing they want is is food, and they also want cover. So cover is, you know, you got to have some tall trees in your yard, you got to have some shrubs, you got to have some ground cover, low growing things, because they they want to feel safe in your yard. So if you've got nothing in your yard, but a bird feeder hanging there yeah they're not going to feel very <laughs> safe because they don't have that cover that they need and there's some birds that you know they spend a lot of time up in the te- treetops they don't really go to the ground too yeah. much um, and then you've got those birds like quail that pretty much hang out on the ground and they like that ground cover that where they can retreat and hide if they need to so those things are very important uh, so you can put a landscape in that gives them cover but also gives them a food source. So, there's a lot of, of plants we can put in that provide berries and uh, wildflowers that give seeds and that kind of thing. So, I thought I would kind of talk about those plants.
0: Oh, I like it. No, that's perfect. So, we've got water in the backyard and <coughs> the front yard. We've mm-hmm. got a full on pond in the back. And I noticed the bigger birds like it back there. Yeah. They want to jump up on the rocks and go on the waterfalls and kind of be over here. And, you know, get kind of there they're, towards the evening. They're like hydrating before the cold, right. before the evening comes. The front yard is more of a, it's a tall piece of granite, polished, water's bubbling up the top. It's not as aggressive.
1: Right.
0: And the smaller birds, and the there robins, and I'd say not not all small birds, but the smaller birds mm-hmm. in general like the front, yeah. front one. Not that they won't go in the back, but they just would prefer the front one. And we've adjusted them so they run during the day. Right. So they don't freeze. So everything's running during the day when the birds are out. So it's like, like 11 to 4 we're running the... Mm-hmm. The, the water features right. the pond, <clears throat> and the fountains. We've for even the birds. seen a
1: we've seen we've had a crane in the back yeah, pond.
0: Blue, blue heron.
1: <laughs> blue heron. We've seen eagles
0: flying over. Yeah. Ducks have been in the back. That's true. Pond, we had a ducks a
1: couple years ago. It's crazy. And it's kind of fun. The doves go out there and use a yeah. lot. So the back one you're right. It's definitely the big birds. The front one, especially in the summer, the hummingbirds love to hang yeah, out. They just will grab
0: there. onto the fountain. And just kind of hang there with the water going over, and just kind of take us take yep. a rest, and take a sip, and mm-hmm. it's kind of weird to watch, yeah, but it's, it's fun interesting. To watch. Yeah.
1: So, in your yards, if you're looking for tall canopy trees, some that do really well here, um, your maples, oh, yeah. your pines, your spruce, aspen, uh, sycamore, all yeah. of those are going to do really well in your yard. Beautiful trees, um, but they give you that that tall canopy plant that they. that's need. where they're going to roost too mm-hmm. they're
0: going to be up there the hummingbirds like we see them all the time in the mimosas yeah maples uh, they're up there roosting you see little mm-hmm. tiny nests in there so okay. yeah yeah
1: and our big juniper too we have big oh yeah native juniper back
0: i love there. that big thick they like mm-hmm. the thickness right and, and you'll see uh, 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 an entire flock
1: of birds in this one tree going crazy. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, it's such a party. We're all here. It's so exciting. <laughs> yeah. So definitely need those tall plants in your yard. Um, you also need some medium canopy plants. Uh, ones that I thought of are barberry, uh, caryoptis, butterfly bush, yeah. Um Things that actually produce a berry, so yeah. cotoneaster, pyracantha, lilac, yeah. lilac um, yeah. just things that, that they can get into to kind of hide. And, and if you can give them a food source at the same time, it's even better.
0: Pyracantha. I said, parrican. oh, you did. Sorry, I, it. I was trying to help you think of others. There, we got a, we got two acres of garden centers, there's nothing but plants that are medium size. We can I help you. I have to that. say,
1: my favorite class of plants for this would be your cotoniasters asters because yeah. there's some tall ones that get about six foot. Gray leaf gets about four foot. There's some low growing ground cover ones, yeah. so they kind of and they're just a they're animal resistant as far as deer and bunnies and that kind of thing. But they also give a really nice berry, which is really pretty. Uh, so those are good. Oregon Great poly. Oh, good would choice. Be another that's a one I thought sure, of. Yeah, um, sand cherry, serviceberry, sumacs, another good one. So if you've got native scrub oak, I think I would kind of oh, put yeah. it in there too because oh, yeah. that's a great native. Doesn't take anything really to take care of it. Yeah, and the birds love it. So you don't have to clear everything off your property. Um, you can leave some of that native stuff in there and, and make the birds happy as well. Then your low-growing plants. So we put in. We have Salvia gregii, uh, We have Galardia, Dianthus. Um, Russian sage. Russian sage yeah. is another really good the, the, one. The,
0: the dwarf lilacs. So the, the repeat blooming, the uh, boomerangs. Mm-hmm. Those yuccas. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a bunch.
1: Oh, there is. And so the even in the summertime, you can do a lot of annuals. You know, oh, sure. things like that that the birds love to come in so in like this time of year so back at your office you had a bunch of wildflowers growing but we cut them down but we left kind the of seed. the seed there yeah. so that gives the birds something to eat your grasses grasses are excellent yeah. for those winter birds um, because they're eating the seed heads so you can put a lot of things in to kind of encourage, naturally encourage those birds into your yard.
0: Did you notice in the backyard last week, we had a pair, there's two uh, roadrunners working the the wildflowers back oh, here. Really? They must be eating I don't know, seed or oh, uh, wow. grub, grub, something. They're out there. Something's back there for them. Oh, they're, they're loving it. They're just camped out. They're up on the fence. They're looking oh, at the corral. They're yeah. It's kind of fun to watch them oh, tag team.
1: I didn't yeah. see them. I'll yeah. have to keep my eyes up for them. Yeah. But it is fun to watch all the little birds come in and, and kind of just make their home your home make your home home. their home (laughs) yeah that's right
0: it's pretty easy
1: right so i think the main thing is and and i'll get in my soapbox again because it drives me bonkers and i get it people move here they retire they want more of a low maintenance yard but if you have nothing but rock and a one tree in your yard and a boulder (laughs) gotta have the boulder You're really not encouraging nature. You're not. And and you're missing out because you're not encouraging that. You're missing one of the more beautiful things in life, which is watching nature.
0: Nature. We are surrounded. We're on the flight path. So Mm -hmm. we're on the migratory pattern. So, Lisa, thank you. How to attract more birds. We've got this handout at the Garden Center. You want it. It's like three pages of just plant recommendations, what Lisa just summarized. Come in it's free We'd love to chat chat with you about how to do that but getting more birds in your yard be right back with more after this